0: Y'all so
1: goofy. <laughs> you know what? We're just going to get into this. All righty. <laughs> <laughs> welcome back to the Ogre in the Ass podcast. This is The Swamp. Today, we have Sydney Brown with us and Grace Wallace. Good. Thank you guys so much for coming on to the podcast. We really appreciate it. You're
2: welcome. Of course. <laughs> My pleasure. you are so damn
1: giggly. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I know. I, we can already tell this is going to be a train wreck. <laughs> we're just really going to have to pick That's this really up and go rude. with it. <laughs> <laughs> right, we're not going to tell the truth here, I guess. So I know, right. All right, so today we're talking about dating advice um, and I can already tell kind of going over some of the prompts with you guys that you were really excited to talk about this mm-hmm. uh-huh. So really hold nothing back, say what you got to say <laughs> and Eric and I are, are yeah there <laughs> we go. Okay so guys we're going to get straight into this sense so the first prompt is do people actually use dating apps to find love or just to build their self-esteem?
3: Well, let me just tell you of a recent experience. So, I was engaged to this guy, right, for like two months. <laughs> just jumping okay. right in, aren't you? <laughs> I am. Okay, so we were engaged, and then it turns out that he had Tinder on his phone. Oh mm-hmm. man! Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So I feel like a lot of the time, like these people either just like want to hook up, or like I know of like two stories where it's actually worked out. So. I just think, like, they use it for hookups or to cheat on their girlfriends or fiancés, you know. (laughs) Oh, there it is. (laughs) Just waiting for that. Yeah.
1: (laughs) She's trying to swing. I'm (laughs) ready to fight. I chose violence this morning. Clint's fist.
2: (laughs) (laughs) No, I agree. I think that the horror stories from dating apps, I hear a lot more of them as opposed to the successes. Um, my sister met her husband on Tinder. They met at the end of August. We're engaged in September May and married in December. And they wow. are living a happy marriage. And I love wow. them. But like that's just one to the thousands of stories I know <laughs> of people who have yeah. had
3: terrible experiences also, on dating the apps. the amount of people that get murdered for meeting up with people on dating apps. <laughs> Wait, Let me just tell you. What? Yeah. Wait, this, what a real thing. Listen yeah, this is, to the this Crime Junkie movie? podcast. That's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, are you serious? Lots of murders, yes.
1: Oh, my gosh. Like Ted Bundy? <laughs>
3: yeah no what? i don't right. i don't think ted bundy,
2: ted bundy had tinder
0: i know but like he would always date though basic females right
1: if it wasn't his thing he'd go no around. i'm not i'm not going to insult the people he dated because obviously it didn't go very well yeah no it
0: didn't but i'm saying though like he did the same thing that's actually crazy. a funny story about that what
3: <laughs> yeah i felt like if, it, if ted bundy was actually like everyone he could kill me i'd be okay
1: <laughs> that's fair that's fair <laughs> <laughs> you guys you guys know that movie the vow that was yeah. me. Yeah. So, someone, when that movie came out, I saw, because it just remember me what you said about Ted Bundy. Someone said, if I woke up in a hospital and Channing Tatum was standing over me telling me he's my husband, I'd be okay with it. Yeah, I'd be like,
3: okay, let's go make some babies.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I believe you, Tatum. I hated that. I hated that. You don't even
1: get a pity laugh for
3: me. That's all.
0: Wait, right. wait. So back to the murder thing. That's a like, that's a legitimate thing. For yeah, gender.
3: like people will meet up with people and kill them. That like,
1: wild. yeah. Wow. That's I'm, why if know. you're ever
3: gonna meet someone on a dating app you'd go with a group or like you go in a public place because yeah. then you feel safer, they could still kill you. But like people wouldn't know. Yeah. <laughs> you guys are also like above average size males.
2: Yeah. And so us as small females have more small. of that to worry I am about. above the average I'm, also. I'm yeah. sorry.
1: Um, I can't trust are you going to say
2: I'm not small, Thomas? Is that what's about to come no, out? No, I'm not talking right about now? you at all.
1: Again, there's a self-centered part of you. But, um, <laughs> well, like she's
0: no, because
1: of the, a <laughs> you know. mean She's a bit of a bitch. <laughs>
2: <laughs> hey, yeah. love her love. Fra- <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. I still love you. Not you though.
1: That's no, okay. I love That's okay. I can deal with it. <laughs> so, so getting into that. So, do you guys have any personal horror stories from Tinder or m- any other dating apps?
2: Um. I was on Tinder for a grand total of three days after I graduated high school, and that was it. And that's the only time I've ever used a dating app. But in that time span, (laughs) there were about five guys that I ended up matching with that have continued to follow me throughout the rest of my life oh, oh, and really? reach out to me even if I'm like in a relationship. It used to happen a lot more often. Ever since I got married, it hasn't happened as much because they see that ring on my finger, but.
1: <laughs> they okay. see that rock. Yeah, but <laughs>
2: before it would happen quite a bit. Oh,
0: that's a damn good
1: rock. Yeah, he did her, good. Her man's got money, Eric. Her <laughs> man's got money. What's
0: he do?
2: Uh, he was a car salesman. He recently changed up his career path a little bit. but
0: Okay. Does he want like an extra song? something on the side? I'm just saying. I don't know. Let drugs. me ask. He right.
3: doesn't sell drugs. I'm kidding. Let's hope so. Man. If he does, I don't know about it.
1: What about you? Sid any horror stories?
3: Um, no. I have made a vow to myself to never download a dating app, but instead I have a creepy story from a guy on Facebook. So Oh, let's hear um, it. So I go to Utah State and I work out at the Arc. And there's so the people that work at the front desk, they can see your name when you check in. They can see your phone number, they can see your address, like all of your information about you. So apparently this guy like found out who I was and messaged me on Facebook and was like, hey, I think I've seen you on campus. And I was like, definitely not. No one talks to me. And he was like, actually, if I'm being honest, I looked up your name like because I work at the Ark. No. And I was like, absolutely freaking not. Do not talk to me. And it turns out now that he's like the brother of one of my really close friends. So that's really disturbing. But
0: <laughs> Okay. <laughs> apparently well, he's, apparently
3: he's a nice guy. I'm just not. Talking Bad approach, to him though. Bad yeah, approach. It's that not, is a bad approach.
1: It's <laughs> like murder, incident.
3: murder. Oh, gosh.
1: Sliding. Let's, let's talk about that real quick. Sliding into DMs. Oh
3: geez.
1: How do you do that right? Yeah. Can I get to like?
2: You don't do it right. The, no, no one does it right. Don't no. do it. Stay away. I'm not saying don't do it. I'm just saying no one's ever done it right so far. So maybe <laughs> don't attempt it. <laughs> <'Cause> there probably is <laughs> a <all laughs> right way out there.
1: But there's got there's, no no there's gotta be a good pickup line out there somewhere. That's just like a. Okay, a actually, I
2: lied. I actually started dating my husband because I slid into his DMs via Stop. a picture he posted of his niece after she was born. So my headphones are slipping.
1: And was that your intention, though? You're like, oh, this is a good way to get into his DMs.
2: Honestly, no. Um, I actually, there's a whole lot of history there, but I have been dating a guy who had left on his mission and I was like not going to date anybody I was not planning on that mm-hmm. whatsoever. That's what they
0: always say. Yeah. Well,
2: so I also was about to leave on my mission, <laughs> but that's a whole other story. <laughs> okay. Um, but I, he posted a picture on a story of him holding his one-month-old niece, and so I just replied to it. I had actually met him a few years before. We played the indoor soccer together, and so we were friends on social media, but we also had been dating other people at the time, so uh he posted that picture though and at that moment both of us were not attached and i had replied and just said oh my gosh she's so cute because she's darling my niece is adorable she's so cute <laughs> she's so cute she's like a flaming redhead with big blue eyes ah oh, she's beautiful mm-hmm. and
1: she's the reason basically she is the reason you've gotten yeah. married wow
2: <laughs> yeah but um then we just started chatting and he was like hey how are you like what's up and we just kind of caught up and then we uh went to chick-fil-a at university mall for our first date <laughs> And then the rest is history. Oh <laughs>
1: yeah. That's a good thing right there. Mm-hmm. All right. So sliding in DMs works if the female does it first.
3: It's like I a think- it's like a one out of a hundred kind of deal, so <laughs> don't do it. I like think that mm. if it's something relatable
2: and if you know them already is when you're most likely to be to benefit from it. Yeah, but, but if, if it's, it's just, just a stranger, like some rando, mm-hmm.
3: unless you're like, like a nine out of 10, I'm not talking to you. <laughs>
1: Damn. You know? She said it like it is. I love that, Sid. <laughs> she said like, you got to be high.
0: <laughs> it's
3: true. I would,
1: I would right, much
3: yeah. rather like be approached by someone in person. Like I like kudos you have big balls like just come to me in person like i feel like social media is kind of like eh.
1: it's that's made to where people can be lazy yeah that's, that's fair
3: exactly oh yeah, yeah. very lazy
2: mm-hmm. mm,
1: okay so getting out of the dating apps now in social media how should a guy approach a girl <laughs>
2: Can I t- can I share a story of how a guy should not approach you? Yeah,
1: yeah, of course. Those okay. are always welcome okay.
2: here. Okay, <laughs> I'm so glad that you said that because <laughs> here we go. Okay, so once upon a time, about a year ago, I started a job at this therapeutic boarding school. Um, okay. <laughs> and I was a tutor, and I was working very closely with the principal. And one day, she comes up to me and says, "Grace, there's someone who oh wants my to gosh.
1: meet you." <laughs> no.
2: And she said, "Don't worry, I already told them you're married." And then. I come down the hallway and she says, this is Thomas. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: so first and foremost, oh, that's not man. how that went. Got sure. exposed. No, I really don't
3: think Annette would lie to me. Oh,
1: Ooh. girl. I I'm didn't sign to...
3: up for this. I don't want
1: to. to <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so... Sid's in the crossfire. She's got yeah. to get the worst of it.
3: Listen, Why am no. I in the middle? <laughs>
1: no, 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 no. Annette was the one who initiated that whole thing. No, because I, especially at that time, I had a very strict rule of I do not date coworkers. And that was, mm
2: and that's true, one hundred percent. I was married from the very beginning, so that's just all I'm gonna say about that. That's true.
1: <laughs> then mm-mm. that's not that's not true. Then it's okay. No, He's it's not true.
2: Do you have any input on how a guy should approach or not approach a girl?
3: <laughs> um. Well, just recently, I was in like the student center at Utah State, and this guy came up to me and at first he was like sitting at the table across from me and i was like okay like he's kind of cute i wasn't even thinking anything of it and then he comes over and asked me to take a picture of him like in the student center and i was like what the okay but i was like okay sure and then um i took a picture of him and he was like hey can i just like finish my project here i feel like that's awesome like like big balls <laughs> she says that because she's still talking to him. <laughs> but, oh, but awesome. honestly though yeah. but like that's cool like that like they come up to you because Otherwise, they're just hiding behind social media and, like, unless they meet, like, through friends or anything, yeah. but, yeah. You found a good excuse to approach a good girl, so kudos to you, Jackson. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Hell, yeah. Good uh, job. Jackson, if you're out there, you did a good, man.
2: <laughs> Teach some classes
1: on it. <laughs> Wife them up. <laughs>
3: oh, okay. None of that sooner. No. Not no.
1: Eventually. <clears throat> One day. Monday. Okay. Not today. <laughs> so- <laughs> okay, do we have any real stories of don'ts of how not to approach or any bad pickup lines? Have you guys ever been approached and actually someone actually used a bad pickup line?
3: I had someone say, are you Little scissors? Cause you're hot and I'm ready. Oh,
1: hell yeah. That's spicy! spicy. Yeah.
3: No, it's <laughs> it it terrible.
0: Yeah. A- yeah. It was, it was <laughs> atrocious, atrocious. Okay, yeah.
1: hey, that's, that's like one of the biggest separations of girls and guys. Cause like we're laughing at that. Like, it's like oh damn, that's good. Man, why didn't I think of that? <laughs> but you know, I'm remedial about that.
2: Uh, yeah, Thomas is you know, like, I humor. should have told Annette to say that to her. <laughs> <laughs> okay.
0: Yeah, let's move on. <laughs> Hey girl, lay off my
2: cousin like that.
0: Sorry,
2: sorry, right. my bad. <laughs> he brings that on himself.
1: Hey.
2: <laughs> for, be, for existing.
3: Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Sounds good to me. Just wanted to clarify.
1: You know, said if you want to throw a couple jabs at her for me, that'd appreciate really it. She would never. It.
3: No, because she has worse things
1: she could throw at me. Is that good? <laughs> Ooh. Dang, I'm not gonna lie. So pickup lines, that's that's a no-go. Don't approach someone with a good pick, or even with just a pickup mm. line, I should say. They
2: can be funny, but it's just like <clears throat> where you have to have like a plan after yeah. that because if a guy just approaches the chick and like gives He's a like, really good one liner and she's
3: like okay and
2: then it's like now what like yeah I you, feel does like he just walk away or I feel like got-
3: if he like approaches you and like just like have, tries to have like a genuine conversation with you like you're gonna want to like talk to him more especially if you have things in common but if you just says some cheesy pickup line, I'm just going to be like, um, so today this weirdo talked to me. And then I would just <laughs> tell that's her about she's it. And, we be would him, yeah, and then we would call him an idiot and be like, what a freaking <laughs> stupid head. Anyways. So, yeah.
1: well, speaking of being an idiot, I have a story. <laughs> so, I thought this was about us.
3: That's <laughs> no, okay.
1: Thomas, it's I want to know what
3: dating
2: advice. advice you have, Thomas. I'm interested. For, no, that's why
1: you two are here. I'm here to give a story. <laughs> okay.
2: okay.
1: I was 18 years old on uh, University of Berkeley. Or Berkeley University, <clears throat> sorry, and uh, we see the volleyball team, the female volleyball team, Ooh. and of course, being eighteen—no, actually no, I'm sorry, seventeen. So I wasn't legal yet, but I was like, you know what though, like, <laughs> why is that important? <laughs> gotta throw it in there, just for clarification. That's how I
3: was. My first year of college too, though. I was only seventeen.
1: So, so I was like, I see the, uh, the girls' volleyball team, and I'm just saying, like, you know, what? I'm only gonna be like—I haven't been back since. And so I was like, I might as well just try something, just to be funny. Like I had no intent, like I wasn't really gonna try and grab one of them. But
0: <laughs> grab? No, oh, w- that w- was, w- that w- was w- a bad w- word. Snatch them up. Bad term. Bad it's term. Mind, like mind, mind. Morning. Red <laughs> flag. Back to the house.
1: Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Man, talk about Ted Bundy. No, <laughs> no I just Good meant word. like I wasn't even gonna try and like actually do anything. I just wanted to see if this would work. So I got um, my buddy's notebook and I went over. I said, Hey, I'm working on a biology project. Do you guys mind helping me out? Yes. And they kind of looked at me. I was like. I was an idiot because I am. And uh, they're like, sure. And I hit them with, um, do any of you guys know how much a polar bear weighs? I just got to figure this out. None of them knew what was coming. <laughs> of I course, already no. know what's coming. Yeah.
2: You can tell by how unimpressed my face is. <laughs> at the
1: time I was Thought seven, fired. at the time I was 17, and that was a new pickup line. That's true. Okay. That was fire back in the day.
3: Back in the day. When the dinosaurs okay. went yeah. And so, <laughs> and so that belongs in the Smithsonian with the rest of them. So we're not
1: boomers. <laughs> and you can <laughs> tell us, like some of them had their phones out. And you could tell they're about to start looking it up. And I'm like, um, all I found in the book is that it's enough to break the ice. And then I just said, like, my name's Thomas Whiffle. And I just saw you guys the girls' volleyball team, and I knew I'd regret if I didn't come talk to y'all. And then they actually started laughing, but nothing happened after that really. It, like, was, it was out of
3: pity.
2: Thanks. <laughs> got okay, but you just said kidding. that with like the intention of just to like say it and like have a funny experience to tell. Yeah. Like you had no intention of anything happening after. No. So if at all. you wanted something to happen after, like if there was one specific one you thought was cute or something, and you really came up to them to say this line in order to start talking to them, then that's whenever it's like, you gotta follow it up and be like, yeah. like, what do you say after that? Like, okay, I broke the ice, now what? And
1: at 17.
2: Ben, then you grab her. <laughs> no,
1: don't, please don't. Um, i um, I can't believe this, yeah. Uh, anyway, let's put the attention back on all of you. You, you are the ogre though. Yeah, I, just gotta find me a Fiona, okay. So, I'm a delivery boy. <laughs> do, not, do
3: not point at me or I hurt
1: you. Okay.
0: She
3: pulled out a
2: headband oh today gosh. that she uses to like put her hair back when she washes her face, and it has the ears on it. She said this makes it's
3: me look like. It's supposed to be una. a bunny.
1: <laughs> so you go from a bunny to an ogre.
3: Yeah. <laughs> All right. I That's go from a verse. girl to a boy when I take my makeup off. So. Oh no. What's <laughs> the difference?
0: I kind of want to see that now. No.
3: No.
1: <laughs> no. Okay. So tell me something. <laughs> what is going through a girl's head? When a guy is approaching you, and you know what his incentive is, like what he's going to try and do,
3: mm. it depends what he looks like. Honestly, that's really shallow, that's so shallow. But like, if it's like some like musty dude, I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm gonna run away now. But like, if it's an attractive guy and you like can tell he's attractive, I'm just like, okay, come come here.
0: Okay, come here. See, she didn't grab him. come here. Yeah, come here. Come here.
3: This is giving come them here. the choice. Gosh, I'm gonna add on to that
2: because. If the guy looks creepy as all shit, like, then no, I don't want to talk to him. And there have been a few of those. And, but if he's like a normal guy and he doesn't look like he's trying to attack me or grab my door handle, that has happened. Your door handle? Yeah, I had a is guy that, chase me like a out of spirit Halloween that for something?
3: Oh, yeah, I remember
0: Wait, that. Wait, what's
2: your And as I got in my truck, he, I locked it right before he grabbed my door handle because oh, he was going to try to open it up. Oh, that's aggressive. Yeah.
3: Wow. I think, I think I that was he was trying to murder you, not get yeah. you to date
0: him. Yeah. You know... I got to say actually for some reason Utah attracts the weirdest people because
1: everyone's yeah, the most trusting <laughs> because everyone's the most trusting here. But I don't know why. I, the fact that I just see little kids riding Seriously, their bike down the road I'm by like, themselves. I'm like if you guys
3: can't control the ones you have stop.
1: Yeah, I'm 100 <laughs> yeah. down for that. Like, stop get, I'm get literally sterilized. gonna
3: duct tape my children just to
0: sterilized. me. So <laughs> I don't get it. Like, it's funny. I've, been, I've worked for kids for like three years, right? And I'm now so skeptical. Before I was retarded about it. Like, ah, uh, the world's like, oh, it's an okay place for kids, but now I'm like, no. I'm like,
3: I'm never no. having children. I hate this world. Right.
1: <laughs> right. No trust. I
3: will adopt all the dogs.
1: Okay. So obviously, what was going through your head was get away from this guy.
3: Yeah. It
2: just really it depends on like body language. It depends on like. Not what he looks like as it like as in levels of attractiveness, yeah. but like what he looks like as in how he's like carrying himself. If he's dressed all grungy or if he's like cleaned up, like if a normal dude walks up to me I mean, and tries so. to talk to me, I'm gonna give him props and be nice. I'm gonna be like, "Hey, currently, I'm gonna be like, thanks, but I'm married." Cur- currently,
1: currently, so give her a couple of years and she'll be like, "You know no. what? I'm getting a little bored." <laughs> good, good lord, for now. currently, no, you got me on the grab thing. <laughs> <laughs> that was her.
2: <laughs> No, but before, like before when I wasn't in relationships, if a guy walks up to me, I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt that he's a decent guy, but you just can't be creepy about it. And you gotta like look presentable. Like, Take care of yourself. Don't look crusty. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so I've actually seen something going around on like uh, I think it's Instagram or like all these TikToks of which is uh, girls don't really want like really hot guys, but they want ugly guys who can clean up well. Something like that. Uh, so, like, I'm like I don't know. It gives me a fighting you know, chance, I, but yeah, hey, uh, that's right. about it. <laughs> it
0: does. No, but it's funny when you say don't look crusty. Literally, my whole f- growing up, my whole family was like, put lotion on, you know, comb <laughs> out your nappy <laughs> hair. <laughs> just don't look ashy. All right,
1: don't look crusty. <laughs> Don't, <laughs> yeah, don't be Ashy when you got that's a sin right there. Actually, knuckle check. Let me see
0: <laughs> animals, knees. <laughs> <laughs> no, I
1: put it all on. I can tell. God. Eric, you keep hitting your I'm mic, sorry. man.
3: This is why we can't have nice things. All right,
1: all right. All right. Thank you, but uh, okay. So <laughs> that's so interesting. Though. So what's going through your head is like mostly about how they've carried themselves, though, right? So let's talk yeah. about a little bit about confidence. How big is confidence when someone approaches you? And like, how do you de- like, how do you define if they're confident or cocky? Ooh,
2: that's a that's fine actually, line. yeah. <laughs> I mean, just like the smiling and being nice, like the kid that approached Sydney in the student center. Like, he just had like a genuine thing to talk about. Like, he, she told mm-hmm. me he was like doing a project and he needed a picture taken at a certain spot on campus. And so, like, whether like having like a relevant, like, genuine thing to talk about, or just having being able to carry a normal conversation, <laughs> yeah, but also just like the way you hold yourself like I don't know how to describe it but I
3: feel like like you need to like (laughs) spend a little bit more time with a guy to like really know unless you can like really tell like for example um I went to like a dinner this one time and I was with like the guy who approached me in the student center and then I was with like a bunch of other friends and his roommate actually came up and he was like when he saw I was there, he, like, scooted the boys apart so he could sit right in front of me. And he was just sitting there. And then he starts talking. I was, like, the other girls were talking about how they want to go to, like, Powell. And he was, like, well, if I could go anywhere, I wouldn't go to, like, Powell. And then he was, like, telling us about all these trips he's been on and, like, all of us. And I was literally, like, I would shoot you with my eye lasers I had them.
0: <laughs> like,
3: when they just sit there and talk about themselves constantly, you just, like, want to throw the biggest boulder at them, you know?
2: We, we went so- to middle school with a kid like that who was, like, constantly just, like, me, me, me. And it was, like... Like I did become closer friends with him and I knew it was because he was like kind of insecure on the inside. But even that doesn't come off nice when you're fake cocky because you're insecure. Like nobody just wants you to sit there and talk about yourself and be like, oh yeah, this is what I'm like. And look at my muscles.
1: (laughs) Hey, what's wrong with muscles? um,
2: Thomas, that was for you. That was a tip for you. (laughs) Go get your notebook. (laughs) (laughs) Write it on your little notebook. You're the only one
1: here showing off their guns. (laughs) So don't come at me about it. There you
0: go. (laughs)
1: oh wow okay no, just, and so that's something too that you mentioned like the insecurities because those will mm-hmm. seep through
2: oh yeah and it's fine to have insecurities it's actually kind of adorable when a guy's like self-conscious about something and he can be honest and open about it like 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 how, brock's really self-conscious about like his teeth and i think his smile looks fantastic but it's something that's like oh like i love that about you <laughs> even if you don't love it about yourself and that's something that you build a relationship off of is seeing people's insecurities and flaws and being able to like love them for anyway or look past it if it's a big thing or help them work on it if it's something they need to change like that's something that you'll take into the relationship
3: and it's important later on yeah i feel like if a guy is confident he's gonna help you to like build and like do better with your insecurities but if he's cocky he's just gonna like bring you down (laughs) with his cockiness so yeah for sure
1: and so is that a little bit of what you ran into with your guy
3: Yes. There were many things to <laughs> ran into. Well, here we go. Oh, well, she would have ran. Yeah. So. Okay, so. <laughs>
1: she would have ran over
2: him, actually. Just so everyone knows, we, we've cut out
1: some time just for Sid to talk. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she, if she wants to use this platform right now, go ahead. She
2: just needs to vent. <laughs> yeah. I don't even know what to say about him. No, it was just like very...
1: <clears throat> toxic.
3: Well, yeah, but... besides. Well, in that, the beginning, it wasn't. It's like... Like, he was literally, like, everything I'd ever wanted in a guy. And then, like, as soon as he knew that he had me and there was a ring on my finger, he was like, I gave up. And he even told me that.
0: Well, yeah. Wait, and
3: so then, he was
1: that open about yeah. it? He admitted it. Oh, yeah. Man. He said That's- he
3: gave up. And then I was like... I was like, okay. And then he, like, brought up the fact that he... So I gave him my ring back. And he was like... and just That's to so prove, nice of no, you. No, and he goes... And just to prove that I was trying, I kept the ring. I was like... What? what? To clarify, they they he broke off the
2: engagement because he got cold feet or yeah. whatever, and then they still dated for like a month or two well, afterwards. We to try to work I it out.
3: I dated. He did not. He, he did just not claimed he wasn't he ready to yeah. get married. Anyways, and so that's then weird. he turns yeah. around and was like, "Now I can't even sell it for full price." I was like, "I'm so sorry, I wasted your money." Like, <laughs> I'm so sorry. Oh my gosh. Yeah.
1: <laughs> that right there. That's so. Wait, where is Barb- he, he from?
3: Logan. That makes sense. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Those people out there. You know, I just... <laughs> I gotta throw it out there. Like... Oh. It, I get it. You know, Mormon dudes, man, they, <clears throat> there's a big struggle. Cause they'll come back from their mission. And then they think like, no matter what, like they're untouchable. Cause they serve this mission. They think they're on top of cloud nine. And then they think they can treat people however they want. Cause they went and did this great thing. It's like, no, you were supposed to do that. Right. The rest of your life, you still have to live by that. Well, it's hard because people. like,
3: I've met so many people like that. And then there's some that aren't like that. And there's some that are mm-hmm. just like humble and they just like did what they did for themselves and not to like prove it to other people. Mm-hmm yeah but, well,
2: there's always like exceptions. you can't like generalize and say, oh, all return missionaries yeah. are like that. Um, no yeah. the majority of return missionaries are horny boys and <laughs> I will say that the I have met more non-return missionaries or guys who aren't even members of the church and guys who didn't choose to serve who I like better are more respectful and more
3: like sociable and easy to get along with than return missionaries. It's hard because I feel like especially in my last relationship, like, like, there gets to be a point where they feel like they deserve something from girls yeah. because they haven't, like, had it. And so they just, like, like push you even more than they obviously should. And, and- so I think that's why they get, like, the stereotype of being... Mm-hmm. the burniest
0: people on earth well two years well i think yeah. two and i and
2: i, I know i'm
1: i'm there talking are about other a...
2: things they can do to curb Ew. that though
1: <laughs> like go to the gym yes yeah, yeah. take
2: out that ride your
1: bikes <laughs> ride your bikes
2: yes. get rid of that angst you know yeah. don't take it out on me i don't want it yeah
1: yeah start uh,
3: thinking
2: with the no brain. one really wants yeah. it
1: yeah i feel we're actually really bad for like the single girls around you have to deal with that because mm-hmm. one thing too and i know this sounds really bad I'm, I, if I'm attacking a demographic of utah but when you do get the rich white boys here who have never been told no in their life <laughs> like then obviously they, you run into those issues they mm-hmm. don't know how to take no
2: yeah i did a guy very briefly for like three months at the end of my senior year where he like i don't know if he had never been told no but he had never been in a relationship and it was just like constantly like push 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 i want to do this and i was like No, like, I don't want to do that with you. I don't want you to touch me. I don't want you to do that. Like, I like you and I want a relationship, but you're being really gross. And it just ended up really badly because he would just push, push, push. And then something ended up happening where I like it freaked him out because he realized he had done something terrible and he was planning on leaving on a mission and then he hit it and and ended up on his mission and then came home and was like, yeah, I ended up coming home because we did all that stuff. I was like, hold up. You did that stuff. You did that stuff, that's on you. And I just think there's like this real lack of like accountability when it comes to guys in Utah. Maybe that's, maybe it's everywhere. Maybe I do Guys in general. But they just like, they don't realize how hard they push sometimes. And like. Like no means they d- no. No like, means no. And I know that's like a really big thing right now in the world, like the my body, my choice, like don't, yeah. don't touch someone without consent. Like that's a really big thing that people are talking about. But I think that it's a good thing because it's important. And a lot of the guys that, like, I know we grew up around because we went to the same middle school and high school. and So our friend groups were all the same and we shared the same, like, peers. Mm-hmm. And all the guys that we dated that we have horror stories about are because they would, like, push, push, push for something and they wouldn't take no for an answer. And then it was it was just, like, made you uncomfortable. It made you feel unsafe. It made you feel insecure. It made you feel like all they wanted you for was your body or, like... There's nothing else you had to offer past that. And then, or like you owed it to them and it just, it's sickening. Yeah, it's gross. Actually,
1: if you don't mind me asking, if you guys are willing to open up about it a little bit, mm-hmm. I don't think many people or especially guys who are like that, who push a lot. How does that affect you? Like you kind of talked about it gives you insecurities mm-hmm. in what way? Cause I feel like that's very general. Says insecurities, but and in how does that actually hurt you and affect you? Well, Cause maybe this will bring life to that. Sorry.
3: Honestly, it like kind of makes you just hate yourself because you're like, I said no and you kept pushing me. And then I did this awful thing because you made me do this awful thing. Mm-hmm. And like, I know like no one can make you do anything, but like at the same time, like they can, like there's multiple things that they could like do against you, whatever the situation is that when no is just not, like when they won't take no, they'll just push you towards it. And then you just feel like this guilt because you feel like maybe there's something like, something else I could have done. And like, for example, like my ex, like he kept trying to push stuff, especially towards the end. And so like I cut off the physical completely and he kept trying to push stuff, kept trying to push stuff. And I was like, no means no. And so like when we did break up, I was like, when I told you no, I meant no, like, I told you not to touch me. I told you all of these things. And he was like, well, I didn't know you were being serious. And I was like- Oh my like, gosh.
1: Mm-hmm. That's a fight like, on what, sight. What
3: do you- the amount I was like, times you hear that though I was insane. Like, yeah, I was like, no, don't touch me, get off of me. Like those weren't enough for you to like, let me leaving your house wasn't enough for you to see that I was being serious. Yeah. Like when I say no, I'm not kidding around. No, like, stop. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah. And I know
2: that I like she shared with me afterwards that it was like, like she cut it all off and she was like firm in that but even then it was like it all was over and this relationship was in shambles and she was even like well what if i had done that stuff would he have stuck around and would things have been better if i just let him do that stuff and it's like that sounds terrible when you say it out loud but those feelings are real and i've had those feelings too about exes like oh if i had just let them do whatever they wanted and gone along with it and pushed like my discomfort aside, would I have ended up being okay with it? And but would I have ended up being comfortable with it? That's the
3: thing, though. Like, that's not love. And that's what, yeah. like, boys and girls, I guess, both need to understand is, like, if someone's pushing you to do something that makes you uncomfortable, then they don't love you.
1: Oh, wow. That's, that's, that was deep true. stuff. Thank yeah. you for sharing that.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Wow. So, I guess, let's go over some do's and don'ts, though. When someone's going to approach a girl, what should they do? Or what should they not do also? so
2: They should smile yeah honestly like what i was saying about like body language and stuff like just approaching someone and being open and looking like you're a nice person like and smiling at someone that immediately is like okay they're not like creeping on me maybe they are but that's like a level that you're crossing you're like okay they, they smiled yeah. and then being, oh, sorry, and, oh no, I was just going to say, and then like actually carrying on a conversation, not just walking up and awkwardly standing there, just throwing out a pickup line and then rocking back and forth, <laughs> like <laughs> giving them something to work with. And it goes both ways. Like the traditional, a guy should approach a girl. Like it can go both ways. Mm-hmm. I'm not just saying that the guy has to come up and initiate everything. But if you approach someone that you are attracted to, whether that's a girl or a guy, then like having something to talk about or just trying to get to know them or like it's all the basics it's all the basics and they're basics for a reason because that's how you should do it
3: yeah and i think along with that like something else that's really important is like get your face out of your freaking (laughs) phones. like if you're if you're like coming up to someone and you like pull your phone out just to check the time whatever but if you like walk up to someone and like your phone is in your hand like you were walking up to them with your face in your phone that is such a turn off like i don't want to talk to you
0: that's weird
1: too
3: yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I've been in relationships where they were addicted to their phones and it literally just like makes you feel like crap because you're like, it's obvious where their priorities are and it's not me.
1: I think yeah, for so. some people, that's almost like a security blanket. So when you're mm-hmm. when you feel like, oh, I don't know what to say or I don't know what to do, put your face in your phone, oh, your phone mm-hmm. because then you don't have to deal with those that feeling. Yeah. You can just get lost on Twitter, Instagram, whatever. So yeah. I think maybe that's why because they feel insecure. They're just a little scared. And so their security mm-hmm. blanket is go and make it look like I'm doing something yeah. or something yeah just to go to it's
0: kind of weird now actually when we do these podcasts my phone's over there so it's kind of weird not having something in your hands mm-hmm. yeah so that's definitely like an issue with this day and age though having phones in your hand because mm-hmm. i agree yeah. it's, a, it's a bad thing
1: yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah
2: it's just it's it's it doesn't make you personable and like whenever you are addicted <clears> to your phone whenever your face is in your phone all the time you're scrolling social media like like the Instagram algorithm pisses me off because every guy's phone I've seen, whether or not it's what they actually browse, their their browse page is just filled with like hot chicks, naked women, like stuff like that. And it just pisses me off because no matter how hard they try, they can't get rid of that. And it's like, and then if they actively choose to go and look at that and you're in a relationship with them and like that's a whole other conversation, but that's also an insecurity thing. Like if they're constantly on their phone, These days you have no idea what they're doing and they can hide so much stuff. Like and ten, so unless like you're like tinder. open and honest about it. Yeah. <laughs> then it's like, that's also something where those insecurities stem from. Cause it's like, what is he looking at? Am I not good enough? Why does he have to look at his phone? Why can't he look at me or talk to me? Like, what am I doing wrong?
1: So yeah. something to kind of add to that. So I actually want to disagree on something you said that about the Instagram uh, algorithm that can be changeable. Cause I actually ran into that issue cause mm-hmm. I follow a lot of bodybuilders. So with that mm-hmm. come all the fitness models. Mm-hmm. And I remember I'd look on my discovery page or whatever it's called and you like, wow. Like if I had a girlfriend right now and she looked at this, like you, she would think that's all I I look at mm-hmm. so I spent time like I made an active decision I like, I followed all of them and mm-hmm. if there were ever anything on there even like if it was guys bodybuilding just to mess up that algorithm I wouldn't click on it I wouldn't look at yeah. anything and sense. eventually and I started putting like other stuff in there whatever it was even if it was poetry or uh, pictures of just nature and it changed the algorithm. Okay. Like that would okay. my no statement. Not
2: back. impossible, but it's difficult because it you're is, like you said, you have said, to, you a have a to actively yeah. choose to go do that. And you have
1: to stop from falling back into those habits yeah. that bring that stuff on.
2: Yeah, exactly. So, because like people can, I get that people want to like show off their bodies and like bodybuilding is one thing. Yeah, for real. I look at bodybuilding stuff, and that stuff does pop up on my page, but like it's just choosing not to whenever there's someone else in your life who isn't comfortable with that or because i know some couples are totally comfortable and they don't care what the other person looks at who they talk to and that works for them and that's fine but having a relationship you need to be open and honest about what kind of comes what kind of things you're comfortable with in that area and if like someone's really insecure or like if they go through a phase where they're insecure and they're honest about that and say like hey i'm struggling with like body image right now i'm struggling with how i look or my weight like The other person being conscious of that and being aware of what they look at and the things that they're listening to and like talking about and the things they're looking at can be a huge help or it can hurt them even more because like if i'm going through a phase where i'm like oh i feel terrible about myself and then i see my significant other like scrolling through his phone looking at instagram models it's like okay so that's what he wants to look at and that's not me so it just makes you feel terrible so being aware of like what's on your phone and how that affects your significant other or someone you're trying to have a relationship with is important because otherwise they feel like trash and you don't want to be with someone you feel like no, trash. No, absolutely.
1: Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's fair. Uh, but bringing up something too. So that's that's the female point of view, which I've never mm-hmm. thought about before too. And obviously <clears throat> not how careful guys should really be when looking at their phones or mm-hmm. even just looking at other women as they're walking by. Have you guys ever ran into that? though? <laughs> yes. And I'm not just in any of your previous relationships. Have you caught your significant other? looking at someone else like you could tell not just like a quick glance and over but you mean like a dang you know that kind of stare
3: yeah and
1: and i assume that's the same feeling then
3: yeah it just makes you feel sick to your stomach like there's just like your heart just like drops to your butt and you just feel like oh i'm not good enough
2: or like i worked so hard to get ready for this date and yet she's the one he's staring at and not me
0: Mm-hmm. that's a good
1: point yeah, yeah. yeah. so if i'm gonna play devil's advocate a little bit though because I, I know what people will say which is like well you we can't always control where we like where our eyes go of course we're in to naturally look mm-hmm. all this other stuff i mean what is your best advice to a guy to like stop from doing that or control it because it's it's for some guys they just want to be like well you know we're just going to look wherever and, you know we're attracted we're attracted anyway they, they'll come up with excuses mm-hmm. i guess what is something that they can do to help make you feel more comfortable too because obviously like people are going to look around they're going to see other beautiful people mm-hmm. What's something that a guy can do to help you feel more, uh, more beautiful, but also more confident that he's, he picks you.
2: I think that being open and honest about it is important because like something that me and Brock have talked about is like, we acknowledge that, we are not the only two attractive people to each other in the whole world. Like <laughs> that, I think whenever people look at it, like couples look at each other and they're like, oh, you're so beautiful, I, everyone else is so ugly. Like that's unrealistic, not yeah. everyone else is no, ugly. I'm like beautiful, so, lo- I'm
0: glad you said that, <laughs> I'm happy. Yeah, yeah it's you-
2: unrealistic, but we can acknowledge, like how we put it is, we can acknowledge that there's other beautiful and handsome and attractive people in the world, but that doesn't mean that they, we have to feel attracted to them or we have to act on any feeling of attraction yeah. that there is and, just being realistic about it. And like, if we walk by a girl who's wearing a short skirt in public and Brock happens to glance that way, like knowing that, that we've talked about that, my brain isn't gonna automatically go to, oh, she he's checking out her butt. Like, so you
0: already set the standard. Yeah, and so just being
2: honest. And then also your partner giving you that confidence and that assurance whenever, like just in your relationship and let them letting you know that they care about you and that they think that you're beautiful or handsome or that they appreciate things about you, then you know that, that you're not insecure with how they see you. And so you can be confident in their feelings towards
1: you. Right. I think that that reassurance that that person picks you,
0: mm-hmm.
1: right? Because again, like you guys probably have stared at other hot dudes who walk by, even when you were with a significant other for a second. Mm-hmm. And, but it's always good just to remind that other person that you pick them as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like that. <clears throat> so uh, I guess one little piece of advice I'm going to throw out there, because I heard this when I was young. And this actually helped me out a lot uh, is to imagine, especially for dudes. Also, I got to come from a dude point of view. I'm not going to try and educate the women here. That ain't my place. But for the dudes, uh, because we've talked a lot about today when you run into those douchebags, something that helped me out, someone posted this quote on Facebook a long time ago, which was, so take the person you are now and imagining a guy who's just like you. And that guy is trying to date your daughter. And how happy would you be with that guy pursuing her? And I remember, and there's still times to say I try to think about that. I'm like, oh, I would. I'd kick my own ass. Thomas, no, you
2: can't date my daughter.
1: Okay, Grace. Uh, Again, don't flatter yourself. Okay. Don't don't, don't come at me like that. uh, Eric, though. (laughs) I think, right? I think. Thank you. yeah. (laughs) Yeah, that was something that always stuck with me, and I keep in the back of my mind, is remembering, like, this is someone's daughter. This is someone I'm, like, that someone, this is someone's world who you met or you were going to be dealing with. And of course you got to treat it with that kind of, uh, I guess you would say almost uh, sacredness to it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
3: Like respect.
1: Absolutely. So. Mm-hmm. Wow. So this has been really cool. So guys, any last dating advice that you would have pe- for people?
3: Don't be crusty and don't be a douche. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, <laughs> lotion.
1: Lotion, lotion. I man. like it. That's right. Cocoa butter. <laughs> Cocoa butter. <laughs> Cocoa
3: butter.
2: Um, i think that as far as dating goes like when you're pre-relationship stage when you're just going out on dates like have fun and be like i don't want to say be yourself in like the typical like cliche way but show how you would treat situations like act honestly in situations don't try to be like oh i'm okay with something because you're in that initial phase where you're like oh i want them to like me Because if it does progress and you do get in a relationship and then you're acting totally different or the other person's acting totally different, like under stress or in a hard situation, um, then it's like, oh my gosh, who are you? Like, you're not the person I fell in love with. And so just being honest and like genuinely yourself in every situation so that there's no surprises when you get engaged and go through a hard time or hit a rough patch because then you know what you can expect of the other person
0: mm-hmm.
1: one thing to not do too is get engaged to someone after like a month of dating thank you for that <laughs> wait is that actually i don't know that no
3: they weren't
2: oh, <laughs>
1: oh I, I felt so bad <laughs> actually two months thank you <laughs> um, two months it yeah. was
2: three you know fine. they're like living with such a high concentration of people who do that like obviously we see the successes because there's so many examples but i feel like there's
3: just so many more failures and it's just better just learn who they are and what they're like and yeah because honestly (laughs) before we got engaged like we didn't ever really fight and then afterwards like every single situation we ran into he would just run away from me like instead of making it bring us closer together he just ran away
0: wow so Mm -hmm. and i I, didn't
3: know that and like i could have married him so thank goodness she would be married right now to an asshole Wow.
1: Mm -hmm. wow (laughs) <laughs>
3: Wait,
0: what's his name again? Uh, I'm not gonna say We're going to refrain from saying that. Yeah.
2: That's all right. You can just show
1: he knows us after. Who he is. Yes. We'll stalk him.
3: <laughs> we will be adding him. So.
1: <laughs> just no, okay. So I really like a lot of the advice you guys have given today, and really, and it's something to put out there. It, don't use dating apps to approach and don't slide into DMs. Actually approach someone. Be mm-hmm. confident. And would you guys actually what's your take on like eye contact when approaching someone like direct eye contact? Or is that too intimidating?
3: I feel like like subtle eye contact, like you can look at them when like they're talking and stuff, but like don't just like stare at them. Be like, what
1: <laughs> give them that, that ike look. <laughs> <He's> like,
3: <laughs> <a freak. laughs> Yeah.
2: It's eye contact with taste. Like yeah. you gotta be, you gotta do it tastefully. You can't just sit there and stare at them as you're speaking yeah. because that's awkward. But also like make eye contact. Cause if you're like,
3: oh yeah, like, it's so nice to meet <laughs> you.
1: <laughs> I have to ask, have you guys run into someone that you're talking to them and you notice they look down at your chest?
3: Yes. <laughs> I don't have that problem.
2: Um, <laughs> <laughs> at least you're
1: honest about it. I like the honesty there.
2: Um, if I'm going to be honest, most of my stories from that experience have happened at Discovery Academy. <laughs>
0: wow. That Thomas, crazy. train your boys better. Come on. Hey, they exposing.
1: They're adolescents. He's exposing. They're there for behavioral issues. They're learning. <laughs> it's
2: okay. Most of them have good hearts.
1: Yeah. Most of anyway. Them. <laughs> <laughs> thank you for that <laughs> so definitely don't don't be creepy with the eye contact either mm-hmm. that's yeah you know, that's a big deal yeah all right well guys thank you so much for coming on to the ogre and the ass podcast we really do appreciate it. we're gonna be putting your handles in uh in our description so if people want to find you there you go
2: i told you this will make me famous <laughs> i'll, I'll remember my famous. roots no, it won't. don't worry <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: you'll remember your roots yeah Quick shout <laughs> <out>. <laughs> yeah Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's why you moved to Oregon because your your roots are here oh please (laughs) (laughs) anyway to all our listeners out there thank you guys again so much for coming into the swamp spending time with us but like usual stay the hell out of our swamp